Hello, my fellow hemp nuts. Are you ready for the cannabis bonanza? Welcome to the new Hemp Time show recorded at Gotham Studios, the sweetest smelling podcast studio in the world. Today's episode is partially powered by McSorley's Chili Dogs, McSorley. Alehouse, the oldest alehouse in the United States, also powered by Five and Dimes Old Fashions, handcrafted oh, by Aaron. Thank God for that. Thank you, Aaron. I totally needed you today. Thank you. We have a fun show for you today. Our word of the day is tinctures. We'll be discussing research on the Lancet article on psychosis and cannabis that just came out. We'll, of course, test your knowledge of recent cannabis news and science, and time permitting, We'll provide a Q&A about PTSD, cannabis, hemp, and other issues facing the industry. Lots of nice. stuff. We Lots are joined, as usual, by Jan Roberts, our resident clinician at LCSW Yay. and CEO <sighs> of the International Research Center on Cannabis and Mental Health. Thank you, Jay Han. Hey. How are you guys doing today? Good. Very I good. can barely hear myself right now. I really? don't know. Maybe if I'm going well, deaf. Turn it what? up. Turn yeah. it up. Also joined to my right is the unapologetic okay. farmer, Randy Cameron, <laughs> Jr. <laughs> <laughs> the unapologetic. Why is he unapologetic? I because I grow whatever the hell I want to. <laughs> As the CEO of Brooklyn Sprouts Social Enterprises, he engages in one of the most radical acts you can that's growing your own food in an urban environment, own food and medicine. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Working with Interfaith Medical Center, hoping to integrate it into insurance and things like that. And from right. HBO's Crashing, performing every week in Manhattan, living the dream, Greer Barnes. That's right. <laughs> Greer Barnes. Good yeah, Barnes. In the lab. Hey, when are you going to Vegas? I think in like two weeks. Two okay, fifteenth. Right. The fifteenth is it? How yeah. the hell do you know his schedule more than he knows his own uh, schedule? Because I probably told him, and I forget. As soon as I find out, <laughs> I, like, and I don't. I just, I just know I have a date, and it's like I'll stop to remember as 15. I get closer. Oh, yeah. you guys are nuts! So, all right. <laughs> and what about you, Jayhan? How are you doing, buddy? Doctor Jay. <laughs> oh yes. He's our, he's like Single our spin role. master yeah. tonight, yeah. or a oh. substitute teacher. I have to say, <laughs> it's it's been a bit, all of the above. over the last week. It's just been a, a bumper crop of weird research and news headlines. Um, there's lots of stuff going on. Really? <laughs> yes, okay. but that has nothing to do with how you are. How are you? Well, that stuff makes me happy. I'm doing well. <laughs> good, good, good. All right, don't forget. All right. We're supposed to be an airplane. So <laughs> let's start with the word of the day because this is. Yeah, I want to know what this word means. I've never heard of it before. So tincture, oh, right? Yeah. What is it? Tincture. You have never heard tincture? tincture? What in the vapor pen? No, 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 no. no. Yeah. So ex- <gasps> we're going to learn something. What, what is the tincture, you may ask? John's about to just get all over us. I can hear him. <laughs> You're embarrassing us. <laughs> so, so, well, I don't remember. So this is the most simplest way to explain it, is that these are liquid extracts made from herbs that you take by mouth, right? So right. they're usually extracted in, extracted in alcohol, but they can be extracted in glycerin or apple cider or other things. Um, they're j- traditionally easy and convenient to use. They're also easier to generally administer. And they're usually taken under the tongue. So it gets absorbed, goes right to the brain, not typically. Sometimes they can be swallowed. Yeah. But they can also uh, be added to things like tea and uh, and with honey and things like that. Um, But how it relates to cannabis is that in the 19th century, this Irish surgeon O'Shaughnessy's, William O'Shaughnessy's, reintroduced the use of cannabis from India into Western medicine, largely in the form of these ethanolic tinctures. Um, and it became part of the Western pharmacopoeia, the Western medicine, up until about the 1930s. Um, and also in the second half of the 19th century, we saw a lot of companies develop medicines that had cannabis. One of my favorite has like chloroform cannabis and like <laughs> morphine in it. <laughs> Arguably more effective than any sleep aid we have. <laughs> yeah. But 
Um, but what companies? So what are they doing surgery on people? Uh, well, I mean, knocking people out. And then... Well, that was actually a big thing about why morphine and these things were so important. Is like when you know part of the reason Darwin became who he was yeah. and like went on the Beagle. He was getting high. There was no anesthesia for surgery, and his father was a surgeon. He's like, I, I can't really stand the screams of these people while we're operating on them, so I'm going to go on a ship and collect birds and things like that. And we also know what the Chinese word for anesthesia is. <laughs> we heard this Do you one. not remember this one? Wait, wait. wait you don't remember this one? This is a Jehan <laughs> word. What is it called again, <laughs> Jehan? He can't even Mahui. <laughs> Mahui. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, that's, but uh, that's not really. T- yeah, the yeah, Chinese word, word for anesthesia means cannabis intoxication. And, because and, they've oh, been using right. it for that's thousands right. of years. Oh, so maybe Graham, How do you pronounce it? Graham might not have been here for that. No, yeah, I, I thought I was here. Yeah, he was here for that. I don't know. I don't speak Mandarin, so I'm butchering it. <laughs> What'd you call it? Yahoo! Ma. Ma is the Ma. Chinese. Ma. 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 Right. I don't think it's Arabic, but that's Ma. But. The Once important, again, thing, we got off topic. The important thing is that, uh, you know, we saw this explosion of cannabis ethanolic preparations with other things in them. Merck made them. Burroughs Welcome made them. Bristol Myers Squibb made them. Park Davis and Eli Lilly all made ethanolic preparations that contained cannabis up until like the 40s or so. These were available. Um, and one of the reasons why you want to use alcohol to make herbal preparations is unlike using other stuff. They can breed bacterial stuff. Like if you have ethanol in there, yep. it won't prevent it. And uh, I, I remember once I was talking to a medical school, and they were looking over my slides for the presentation, and they saw this thing about tinctures and ethanol. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, alcohol should never be taken with other drugs. Yeah. And I had to explain to pharmacists that in a dose from a tincture is about as much alcohol that there's in, in a ripe banana. So you're not like really? dosing hmm. a ton of alcohol, alcohol. when you're, you're taking the tincture. Because hmm. so it tastes like you are in a way. <laughs> well, you no, know? it's strong. Yeah. yeah and that's and this 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 it has yeah. like a shot taste to it, right? Yeah, it's it's a little earthy, I'd say. Um, and if you use too much of it, you know, pure ethanol can like cause blisters in the mouth, which is something they've seen with a licensed pharmaceutical preparation that's basically a tincture with a nozzle spray known as Sativex, a product we've talked about a lot on this show. It's basically a tincture that has a little spray nozzle on it, mm-hmm. and it's licensed in 30 countries. It's been used in a ton of research. Uh, tinctures are still very popular preparations yep. for cannabis to this day. Um, yeah. yeah. So just compared extracting from a fat, <laughs> a liquid fat like oil, um, is there is that healthier, or is, uh, is it... Uh, you know, I think that, uh, you know, that's actually a question that has come up is should cannabis products list their lipid content on yep. the label? Because there are fats and things from the plant as well, from the waxes and things. Oh, really? And also if you're adding more fat to that. But, yeah, like THC and these other things, they're like fats essentially. And they love to be dissolved in, right. in other fats. So right. that can be that can be efficient. But, again, you're going to have to have some really good quality control because <laughs> ethanol will kill all the bacteria and the bugs. Like even, uh, you know, if Sativex are making it and there's some bugs in the plants, they're getting dissolved in the ethanol Right. versus uh, if, you know, it might culture stuff if it's a little sugary or, or something like that. But hmm. So have you, I mean, have either of you ever used tinctures? 
No. I guess not I, if you did. Yeah, I, <laughs> not, not even of lavender oil, like trying yeah. to get to sleep? Um, uh, no. 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 I've never used lavender I oil. I have a hard time, like, keeping it under the tongue. Yeah. You know, it just wants to, like, swish up there and stuff. I don't know. Well, like you're that. supposed to swallow it eventually, right? I mean, yeah, but. Well, at the juice bar, they have tinctures mixed into some of those shots. Oh, yeah. right. That's yeah. a good yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that's oh. where. In mixology. They... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And um, I think that's back in the day where we've. We talking about you we, did that. I mean, we had a, a wine from there that yeah. that had a cut in it. That's. Oh yeah. yeah Wait, what yeah. kind of cut? It was a tincture cut in this uh, wine that was sold. Cut at with. The, it was THC. Uh, cut with THC. Uh huh. Um, and then it had other herbs that they they. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like, yeah. You know. yeah, I vaguely remember that. And, and, mm-hmm. yeah. Alcohol also acts as an effective preservative for these parts. So they can be right. stable, stored for a long time. That's one oh, of the really? other advantages and why traditional tincture making hasn't quite given way to people using glycerin or and honey. It, and it's also useful for people who have like conditions that they can't vape or smoke or right. anything like that. Right. So there is actually a medicinal reason why people prefer tinctures. You know, I know last and time. Does we it were... always have to be taken orally, though? I mean... Or anally or vaginally, like we talked about last time. time. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it would stay. I'll, I'll go with the oral, I'll thank you. Oral. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a shot. <laughs> Sorry, I applied, Randy. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, <laughs> well, it does give some versatility <laughs> to how you <laughs> administer <laughs> medicine, you know? Sorry. <laughs> Oh, oh God. my God. Well, remember, wait, you know what yeah. we haven't done yet, though? And I hate to kind of stop you in the middle of this, but we haven't thanked our lovely fan and listener in Boston, Massachusetts. Her oh, name original. is Amanda. Amanda. Oh, Amanda. Amanda. She's streaming live right now in Boston. So thank you, Amanda, for Amanda, sending your comments. Up, if you have any Amanda. questions or anybody else listening to us right now, because it looks like a few people are already watching us, shoot us a little text on Facebook, on Facebook Live, so that we can answer your questions. So, anyway, sorry, no, Jay Han. Thanks for the shout out to our Amanda. listeners. Yeah, from Boston. So, Woo. the next thing I want to touch upon is something that probably upset a couple people, <laughs> but uh, I don't know if you guys got the homework assignment I sent you about yeah, the Lancet article. I got it. I read it. I so <laughs> New York Post put this article out there with this, dis- this sort of misleading headline that daily marijuana use linked with higher risk of psychosis, according to a study. Now, before I disentangle it and, and demystify it, I want to hear some of you guys' initial responses because this was covered by NPR, mm. Rolling Stone, The Hill, and and yep. a couple other outlets. Yeah, and, I saw it in the Daily News. Yeah, um, I have a, I have a. I think God, I think I'm pitting out over here. Sorry, but I have a thing here. I'm wondering what the hell is behind this push right now. I, I hate Bingo. to sound like a conspiracy theorist. Bingo. The tobacco <laughs> company, but, but no. there is Hit no. It, I don't think it's the tobacco company. Someone but I, I well, just hold on. <laughs> we're starting to see a huge with Alex Berenson's book. We're starting to see a huge influx of influx of articles that we've read this kind of shit for years in in kind of psychology journals about you know does cannabis impact psychosis and it's the same shit that they're regurgitating and people are buying it and so what I'm seeing right now ever since Berenson's media blitz and his book is that now we're starting to see this kind of hysteria reefer madness hysteria coming up about 
oh my god, it's going to cause people to be schizophrenic. It's all this dosage stuff. Oh my god, the THC. And there, there's no new data here. And it's really bad science, too. And so, uh, oh, Jay Hans, look on uh, that one. I, you know, I'm always the type of guy who drills down to the data. <laughs> and, and, and I'm just worried where the so fuck you is don't this think funding there's coming conspiracy from? theory behind the release of these articles nationally and internationally well let, let's just start, let's start with some some yeah, issues let's start with the article i guess well first. let's just start with something <laughs> so just globally for, you know even in the united states mental health services and research is underfunded right yep national institute of health gets about 39 and a half 39.6 billion dollars a year NIM, the National Institutes of Mental Health, to cover all of our mental health research and stuff, gets about $1 billion. Yep. Like, that's a huge difference between studying cancer and diabetes and all these other conditions mm-hmm. to roll to that. So if you're a researcher and you're underfunded, are you going to go with some nuanced title? Or are you going to be like, this is an issue, we need more funding, and start with those headlines? But the news articles generally get this stuff wrong. Always. It's, it's not that Pretty it causes always. psychosis. Yeah. It's that people presenting with first-time psychosis have used cannabis in the past. And that's a consideration. All right, that so hold on. Let's yeah. just rewind because you're yeah. hitting some. So you're saying the spin in creation of the title of the article has nothing to do with the original information that was given to the publications. Yeah, I think the publication actually shows some really interesting things. And just to give them these researchers their due, they did something that had never been done before. Right. They took... 11 cities across the world administered the same survey, and they had a control group of more people who had used cannabis and never had a psychotic episode who had used cannabis and other stuff. And, you know, just, just to kind of break down some of, some of the, the facts for you guys, in, in the group that experienced first-time psychosis with cannabis, over 30% of them uh, used 10 or more cigarettes a day. 50% were tobacco users in mm-hmm. general, and over 40% reported using legal highs, stimulants, eh, hallucinogens, and ketamine. Uh, no word on prescription drug use or benzodiazepines right. or opioids. Mm-hmm. Right. No information on prescription drug use was, was uh, uh, provided. Uh, they also didn't look at potency of the product or confirm that people were using these with blood tests, hair tests, urine tests, or anything like that. But it is the first of its kind study. And, and there's uh, real quick, yeah. I'm rewinding the people we've grown up with. Mm-hmm. And I know you're doing the same thing. <laughs> you're seeing the face of these characters. Uh-huh. And that does fit exactly what you've said uh-huh. in terms of, you know, maybe they had one joint that day, but, you know, they all... had all this other stuff. Exactly. And, well, go ahead, go ahead, <laughs> Jahan, because I'm ready to talk about this too. Well, Sounds like bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, well here, ask Snoop Dogg guys, how many psychotic episodes he's had. I don't know. Well, Some uh, of his weak ass dance music, maybe that was. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> Hey, yo, I guess we're not getting Snoop Dogg on. Well, Ice T has one of my favorite jokes ever, and he said, "Do you know what happens when rappers can't stay down with the hardcore? They go pop." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That was so weak. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> So I was going to say, that's like a 1980s joke. Sorry, it's like it's on a tape cassette that I have. Wait, wait, were you yeah. even born in the 80s? Yes. Okay. I know. I, you were born. Sounded uh, proud of We're old. Yes, but I'm just going to give you two things Damn to help it. navigate this research. Oh, and the things that everyone talks about are odds ratios. Some of you are familiar with gambling, right? Odds ratios are really like, okay, you have this effect or exposure thing. Does it lead to an outcome? You can think of it very simple things. Like if... Uh, 
you know, the forward of a basketball team isn't starting, what's the likelihood they're going to win? What is the outcome? If you score first in a football game, what are the chances, yep. the odds that you're going to win that? Okay. Football game? Right. They do the same thing for research. But the odds ratios, there's only three things you need to know. And it's very simple. It's They do like a value, and it starts at one. If it equals one, the exposure, in this case cannabis, doesn't affect the odds. It's a null. It doesn't do anything. If it's greater than one, the exposure is associated with higher you know, chances of that outcome. So if it's 1.5 or 2, 3, that's where they get those threefold higher things. Yeah. But if it's less than 1, the exposure is associated with lower odds of the outcome. So if you get a 0.5 odds ratio, it means you're less likely to have psychosis or less likely to have whatever effect you're looking at. Yeah. The other thing is that this type of research is messy, right? There is no really like 1 or 0 in science. There's always a range of values. Like you have this chance plus or minus this. And that's called a confidence interval. Mm -hmm. And so if the confidence interval spans more than like under 1 and over 1, mm -hmm. so it's like 0.5 to 3, it's like, well, that means there's a group a of people. Range. Yeah, it means oh, it's well. not very precise yep. data, right? So this is like as you, Jan, said, you know, alluded to, this is not a precise study. They gathered data accurately, but they couldn't hit the same thing but, every time. But here's the thing that really <clears throat> messes with me about this is because oh, they're talking about, they're trying to infer that there's this correlation. But there's this reality with people with schizophrenia is that mm -hmm. typically before they're even diagnosed with schizophrenia, they go through this stage called a prodromal stage. And that's a stage where they're starting to have these emotional instabilities. Some of the symptoms are starting to come on and they start to kind of experience this change. And they don't really look at that piece and compare that because we're talking about this is when we usually see them actually self-medicating more is when they're going through this prodromal stage. So if there is a correlation, yep. it could be caused by the fact that they're doing that to self-medicate than anything. So so let me let me roll that out if I'm getting it right. So yep. the percentage of folks that maybe suffer from schizophrenia that are also potheads would give – Use it to self-medicate. Answers to and and reflect yes. answers that yep. were in the range of what you were saying. So, yes. And we'll but, break but, it but, down by city because right, there but, were some cities where I want to know what's in the weed because they had way, some of that, like Palermo, Italy. I don't know what's in the weed they were smoking there, but according to this data, a lot of people there have a protective effect against developing mental health issues, <laughs> according to this research. But, hey, I don't know what's in the water in and, Cambridge. And this goes back different. to one of the arguments you and I always have is that they're talking about cannabis as if it's one drug, and it's not really one drug. They're not really extrapolating what are the chemovars or the different chemical components so, right. of this cannabis. So we don't even know what they're talking about, and that would be so, interesting. So I think almost every researcher in the world would agree that you can't say that cannabis causes psychosis. Right. That's not what they were looking at. They're looking at incidents of psychosis and cannabis use, not cannabis mm -hmm. use causing psychosis. So it's simply not supported by their data. You know, if we wanted to actually suss this out, we need twin studies, genetic information, among other kinds of data. And this leads me to my favorite thing. And I, and I read a quote by a researcher. They called it the multiple hit hypothesis. I was like, well, that makes sense for cannabis research. Mm -hmm. And it's that it's not just one thing that leads you to develop a condition. Like, you know, there's, there's a genetic predisposition to some mental health disorders, but if those kids grow up in a supportive, stable household, they're much less likely to develop. They may never develop that. Well, it's an epigenetic kind of issue, yeah. right? That they yeah. might have a genetic marker, but it's impacted by other variables mm -hmm. like income, mm -hmm. you know, family dynamics. 
So marijuana is not going to make this thing come right. out of you. Right. No. Even though it might be some hereditary stuff that, that you're getting from your parents potentially. Can, can I ask you a question, Jayhan? Mm-hmm. In lab studies, do they are they able to show anything like with mice or – um, you know, it's it's tricky because they're injecting like heroic doses into animals a lot of times. Um, and, and rats and mice do not like s- stuff like psilocybin or LSD or THC. It's very hard to get them to self-administer it. Like you give them access mm-hmm. to cocaine, they'll push that lever till they die. Right. Uh, you know, even wow. if they never get another wow. dose again after wow. you cut them off. But like <laughs> that's not like some cats That's a on cocaine my block. rat, baby. I mean, that's <laughs> Yeah, I don't mess with that LSD. (laughs) (laughs) Cocaine. Wow. I love that. Interesting. But what's what's really interesting about the research (laughs) is they have these two groups, a control group and the group that experienced psychosis. And what was really interesting is they mentioned this thing, legal highs. Uh And this was buried in the research. I had to like look and look and look. I was like, what the hell is a legal high? And it's novel psychoactive substances which is a buzzword for synthetic cannabinoids the designer drugs same rates of use in both populations so what is weird about the research is that the synthetic drug use was not a factor in developing any sort of psychotic disorder it's a little weird you're looking at me like that's weird it is because it sounds like that shit that those cats in florida were using and eating people's faces and shit Like, I mean, what they're Florida men, uh, dude. Like, there's this store right by where I work at, and it's like, yo, this. So let's. It's, it was a jar. I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, it was no, no, a go jar, ahead. clear jar. It looked like buds of marijuana. And it just had THC. Uh, it said uh, no THC. It said CBD, and I'm like, like, what is that? What man? kind of store is that? It's a, it's a smoke shop. It looked, dude. I'm telling you, it shit looked just like weed, yo. And it so, said no THC. And it says is just it the C- synthetic C- stuff? So I, just, I can't tell. It, I wouldn't try that shit, dude. Uh, I would not. But not because that, that synthetic like shit that they used just to sell in the back what, of Hot Times used right. to look real. Like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the denatured buds or yeah. whatever they yeah. sold. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, the, it's a it's a it's a cruel joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't mean to eat your face. Right. I don't mean to eat. Right. Have you ever heard of Florida? Wait, wait. Have you ever heard of Florida men? No. Have any of you ever? There oh. are men in Florida. No, there. there's this joke about Florida men because they always get arrested for some of the craziest shit you've ever heard. You've never heard of Florida. No. Okay. Really? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to send you guys links yeah, afterwards. Yeah. All right. Well, like fighting alligators and shit. Yeah. Like beating up people for no reason and stuff. They're just crazy. So man. is there sorry. a correlation to some? <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe they're using that K2 and spice Hello. down in Florida. Right. Well, <laughs> uh, back, back, <laughs> back to the research at hand. There's Poor one... Jay Han's trying to keep <laughs> me sorry, on track. Go. There's yeah. one other thing I want you to is they have this artificial sort of thing about cannabis potency where it's low potency is 10% or under, high potency is 10% or greater. Um, but where did that data come from? And literally they surveyed these people and asked them what variety of cannabis they used and then went and looked it up online or at like a shop and mm-hmm. were like, oh, this one-time measurement shows it's this potency. Or they asked people without actually confirming it. And I thought that was a little weird because if you just put it all together – there's no effect, but if you people report using higher potency or they confirm it through some weird channel, suddenly it becomes a factor. Is that something Sorry. you'd like to share with the <laughs> rest of us? Notes. So I was making. I, I know we were we were being rude. Sorry, it wasn't professor. mine, Doctor J. <laughs> Doctor J. I'm sorry. So, I was showing him about Florida man that I wasn't that crazy, crazy. Right. and they're well, hilarious, aren't they? Well, yeah, I, so in the, 
So I want to go over some of these odds ratios real quick because oh. they looked at London, Cambridge, Amsterdam, uh, Hauda, which is in the Netherlands, Paris, Poi de Dome, Madrid, Barcelona, Bologna, Palermo, and a city in Brazil. And so, like, for example, in Cambridge, the odds ratio, right, one being null, above one being increased odds, yep. under one, it was 1.3 was the odds ratio. So just above having an effect with a range of 0.4 to 4.3, which means mm. in that population, there are some people who have a sort of – they have a less chance of developing condition and then as high as a 4.3 risk. But Palermo, Italy – their odds ratio, which threw off the scale, and they had another city which responded kind of so favorably uh, to this that they didn't even crunch the data. Like, we're not calculating another it. Another Italian city? Yeah, yeah. I want to know what's in the <laughs> cannabis in Italy. Because <laughs> Might be the sauce. <laughs> yeah, yes, where we're going this summer. The, the odds ratio in Palermo is uh-huh. 0.6. That is less than one of the odds ratio. And the range is from 0.1, pretty much as low as you can go in, like, you know, outcome – is associated with less chance to, you know, the high point is 2.5. But we don't hear about that in the news, that there's this spread among the cities in Europe and things like that, that not this isn't a predictive measure. When I say it's not precise, this is what we mean. A lot of this data straddles that. You know, they have ranges below and, you know, that cutoff of a one-odds ratio. So tell me then, do you – so this isn't – I mean, it's interesting information, but what what do we do with this data? Because what's happening is it's being picked up by news yeah. sources. It's being picked up as like, again, weed causes psychosis. I threw the, the article you know. in the trash. That's what yeah. I yeah. did. With. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm curious. I mean, I mean we've got to think about that because Wipe people are <laughs> – <laughs> But seriously, people are getting bombarded left and right. And it begs the question, like, what's behind this? There's all of a sudden this resurgence piece. Well, Um, I hate to use the term of... uh, Conspiracy? Well, the current guy in office uses the, you know, the F news term. Yeah, And that's how I kind of felt Hmm. yesterday. That it was, yeah. You know, timing with this... New York State legislation and other and things. Jersey, and New Jersey. And then yeah. you've got this. Exactly. I mean, there's something going. It just what's, sounds who's like behind what's it? behind, so it? behind who's it. Behind has, it has their own agenda. And what was the... that agenda is to not legalize marijuana. Right. They want it to be criminalized so that they can put your ass behind bars and make money off of you. Yep. That's what they want to do. Private and it, it makes you wonder. You know, I, I mean, just, because I mean, it, it was like it was going against. People should be smart enough to look at that fucking first black and white bullshit reefer madness and know that you people don't. They, nobody has a fucking clue. They're still learning about this whole yeah. marijuana yep. thing. They don't even know about you know, the brain, right? Yeah, like, like right. exactly. Like, right. uh, so, yeah, right. I've been smoking for years. Who are you? That I, dude right. should be smoked or hot boxed. Whoever wrote that <laughs> shit. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, he needs you. a tincture, damn yeah, it. Right. <laughs> Hot box that bastard. And I mean, growing up in the city, and you see, I mean, you see everything. Right. You know, that's not one of the things that I've seen folks go to the hospital. Yeah. Right. I, I've seen it. Heroin. Know, heroin. And coke. Alcohol. And crack. Yep. I mean, alcohol. Coke, yeah. Crap, and know. here's the reality. Tobacco. Right. It, all the time. But here's the reality. Food, is that schizophrenia food, is not a widely, it's not a disease that a lot of people have. It's a very tiny percent of the population that has it. So it would ar- you would argue then that if this is truly happening, we would see 
a, a larger population with schizophrenia. And since the true. 1960s, it has right. not increased it significantly. It's what? Right. Schizophrenia. schizophrenia. And other yeah. mental health disorders. This remained constant. And that's the yeah. piece is that I haven't found anything in any animal studies that actually demonstrated this. So why in the hell do we keep going down this ro- road? Uh, um, well, I can give you uh, a couple of examples. Somebody's got a wicked agenda. So one is, is you have a vulnerable population right. that's not right. going to respond. Stage, yeah. They're not going to respond favorably. So they need to know, their caregivers and clinicians need to know what to look for and how to ask for help if they come across these characteristics. Right. And what makes them vulnerable? It's just we don't ignorance. <laughs> no, it, that's mean, a factor. Hey. For, for that's... schizophrenia? What makes someone vulnerable for schizophrenia? No. Or well, psychosis uh, to... or... Oh, or I psychosis. thought you were taking about what makes them vulnerable to believe that bullshit article. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm just sorry. Plain stupid. Y'all lost not me critical again. thinkers. <laughs> <laughs> what did sorry. you do ahead of time, buddy? I'm sorry. Oh my god. Oh, you know, I know it's I know. it's it's a very nuanced issue, and they're always going to flip the script and say it causes this when they're just looking at saying, "Hey, people come to our clinic." Among the other things they're using, there's this population that's using cannabis, and they're having an issue. And we don't know what to do with that. I, but in, in a study ex- with schizophrenics to... in New York, they actually identified people who had a history of cannabis use and found that giving them a standardized form of yep. oral THC mm-hmm. yep. actually helped them because they were used to the side effects and right. tolerance of cannabis. I have to tell you, when I started studying this, um, I, believe I, I was in class one day at NYU, mm. and I was talking about cannabis and medical mm. cannabis and the impact. And... My colleagues all responded with, yeah, but it causes schizophrenia. What? But so saying what causes schizophrenia? Cannabis. But you have to understand, this has been- Tell the makeup wait, of the room, too, Jan. So, so uh, therapists, other therapists, In other... all licensed clinical social workers. Mm-hmm. And um, But you have to understand that NIDA was set up, that's the National Institute of Drug Abuse, was set up to research the pathological effects of marijuana. And so what's happened was that the only research that was really happening was based on pathological use. So they were, people could only get research funding if they were looking looking at marijuana. So it, it created this kind of environment from a research perspective where people were looking for anything to justify how marijuana could be causing damage because then they could get funded. And so there is wow. this huge bias even mm. among mental health clinicians around this because of how the research was actually, it, you know, and the research was influenced by policy. This all came from Richard Nixon's 1970s war on drugs. He, cre- he helped create NIDA. Yeah. And their whole purpose was to set up to look at cannabis use and, and pathological substance use, specifically marijuana is what they called it. And so we have to understand that what we consider knowledge has been based on a kind of a biased political agenda. And that's not a conspiracy theory. This is something that actually is widely accepted. People understand it. You read the quotes from the Nixon administration and how they really were incredibly racist and wanted to, and saw the war on drugs as a way to really control the hippies yep. and black people. Yep. And that was their goal. That was, on, that's that what was people, their goal. That's what black and people smoked. Absolute, I mean, that was their choice. Cho- no, it was and the hippies. And, and there's hippies, this yeah. uh, God, I can't even remember. It's in a couple of my people with dreadlocks. <laughs> well, no, but this is a huge issue. So this is how we've learned. This is what our knowledge is, what right. our science is, right. and there has not been funding to look at 
healthy use to look at what actually can it prevent. That's why we have such a disparity with medical cannabis research, because we have focused on the pathological use and have yet to really be able to have the the opportunity, the equal opportunity to look at how it can positively impact people. What, what you're just hitting on is the foundation of what creates this really negative mm-hmm. stigmas that stick to, mm-hmm. to folks Absolutely. forever. And, well, and that's why I'm so worried about where the hell is all this kind of publicity from. coming right. from, because it's not just... And Arriving about, out of nowhere. Right. And, you watch C-SPAN. You see hello. Alex Berenson talk hello. about this. It's everywhere right. now. And, I mean, this country has a historical precedence of, of um, scientifically trying to justify why certain folks are not equals. Equals. Yep. yep. Whether Absolutely. they're measuring brains or, or hands or Absolutely. feet or whatever the crap they want to look at. I mean. Yeah. Just like across on, on And that LS, whole study yeah. was bullshit. Well, you know, on the other side of that, though, Mm. some researchers have used uh, that to actually look for therapeutic effects by going under the guise. We think this will be harmful. One of the best examples is Donald Abrams, who used to be the chief Mm -hmm. oncologist at SF General. And he proposed a study saying, I think cannabis might be harmful to medication and HIV AIDS patients. Mm. Instead, he showed the opposite, showed weight gain. He showed that the viral (laughs) loads weren't affected. And so there are ways that you can set up studies to put out those buckets to get the data. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, if it wasn't for NIDA, we wouldn't have this rich body of research showing that the risks from using cannabis grown in Mississippi from the federal program, that there are minimal risks associated with that. Um, there, there, so there's been a lot of research that they've done, but again, a lot of the rats and mice studies are, are not. You can't really extrapolate them to humans, and it's really you never get a study approved to look at will cannabis cause a mental health illness. You can't you can't design a study. Right. You never get that approved. Right. right to look for a harm. So we're in the speculative stage right now, and and but and something's going on from a PR perspective a, course, that we yeah. have to of kind course. of question: of where course. is this coming from? Yep. Why? You know, because it's all about getting in front of the story, yeah. and it sounds like why don't we just make up our own shit? That's what they're <laughs> because doing. we're not that way. Hear your right? lungs on right. tobacco. No, you're <laughs> right. Because we're not that you're way. Right. Hear your lungs on weed. See right. the difference? You know? Yeah. No, you're right. Because we're not that way. We're not that right. way. Jesus. Yeah, it's frustrating, but we're we're gonna be better than that. Well, we got to fight them somehow. That's all why right. we're doing this podcast, Greer. Is that why? This is why we're doing this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Well, so I appreciate do... your guys' uh, diving into the deep dive of the research and commenting on it because this type of information is going to continue to be out. and We have to demystify it, yeah. let people know, give them some tools to, to, to go through this because it's not clean research. It's, well, it's, you see how it's, it's impacted. But it's you see how it's it, it just impacted New Jersey yesterday. What? I, I don't. I, like I, I disagree oh. about. So New Jersey's uh, bill to <laughs> legalize it was ended, right? They're Yesterday, like, yes. yeah, yeah. But, but that's a typical process for legislative hearings. It'll get passed in but, this year. But Jay hit Han, a, road bump. a lot of what I've read was that there was grassroots concern about what it was going to do, and that's why these articles are so important because they're getting into the mainstream media and influencing. John and, and, right. and Mary down the street who are afraid that they're going to wind up having tons of schizophrenics on their blood. Right, right. So, that's so exactly 
that's what I'm saying. I, I do believe there's that. Have fun with your opioids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Exactly. Enjoy your opioids. Exactly. Purdue Pharma. Opioid crunch. Jesus Christ. Fucking jackasses. Yeah. Right? Take that. So, you know, I hear what you're saying, but I think there is. I hate to say this. I think there's a more sinister. For the Michael Jackson than you? Oh, my God. What? What about Michael Jackson? I oh. said fentanyl chips. <laughs> We're quick here. Wait, wait, wait. What was it? Fentanyl? I thought he. What was that drug he slept oh, with? He was. He was saying fentanyl. like liquid anesthetic. That was yeah. No, he was things. some kind of friggin' anesthesia, Fent- not just fentanyl. But he would took some anesthesia at night to sleep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. We're totally off topic again. No, this is the THC speaking. I saw anesthesia wasn't immediately available. Sorry, I'm people sorry. who are listening oh, to this, so we're so not true. Thank you for moving I your head away from the microphone. I didn't want Tito coming in my house. Oh, <laughs> I heard what you said about I'm my brother. brother. <laughs> Hoping up. Oh my God. Oh my you didn't God. even get to sing a line, Tito. Please. Sit down. Just sit down, dude. Oh my God. Play the bongos, dude. Whatever Play the bongos. Get your polyester pants uh, right, up. Right. Exactly. See, Messing up one, the steps. Two, yeah, he was the he, one who yeah, couldn't, keep one couldn't keep time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tito, but it is true. <laughs> step off, brother. Oh, my God. I'm dancing in this fucking video, too. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, all right. All Settle right, down, sorry. class. Settle, Settle down. down. No, we needed a laugh. No. It's been a shitty day. <laughs> Really? On National Blunt Day? It's been bad? Wait, what? Is there a National Blunt Day? <laughs> well, it's not federally recognized, but uh, apparently according to some random post on some urban myth website today. It was Instagram. Instagram. Now, I would like to know how many people are aware of this alleged holiday. I just found out about it today. When Me you too. Me it. too. I didn't okay. Know. Me well, too. How many other people know? No one. Like, They're creating a fucking holiday. All right. Some but I'm just saying somebody else today. said this. Somebody else knows that other than us four. It was what happened some... on this day 20 years ago <laughs> that somebody that was like, yo, this National Blunt Day. That shit probably came out like a week ago. But Wait, hold on. I'm going to look it up because okay. you knew I – oh, right. wait. No. Seriously. Urban Dictionary. And if yeah. Urban Dictionary says it, you know it's right. A <sighs> national holiday on March 27th for blunt lovers nationwide Boom. to when celebrate the beloved blunt and blunt culture. When did that start? Of course, when that was start? published by Blunt Day on February 28th, 2017. Yes. Two years uh, ago. And three Two people don't ago. like it. But so fifth, how many people, people know about like that? And then that's how we should decide whether it's a national holiday. I heard some shit about donuts. The National Donut Day. Fuck uh, donuts. Which would you rather have, a donut or a blunt? Well, you got to have a donut oh. after you have a blunt. You I gotta, know. Krispy Kreme? That's how yeah. Dunkin' Donuts stays in business. Wait. <laughs> hey, have you got, do you like Krispy Kreme or Dunkin'? Krispy. Dunkin'. Yes. Black. They don't make their own donuts. No. Like, no. Like, I see the cream. truck in the middle of the night. Yeah. Oh, I grew up. Oh, the truck. Down yeah. south, they make them no, in the I'm store. No, I'm talking about Dunkin', Dunkin Donuts. Yeah, they're frozen. No, they're take yeah, Krispy oh, Kreme. No, they made them yeah, fresh at the and Harlem. You get them yeah. hot. I, I mean, it's like crackheads would be there at night <laughs> and jam. I swear, I swear, I swear. In the Harlem location on Eighth Avenue, when it was there, yeah, you know, it was like what, what happened? What did all they, those stores disappeared like disappeared. that? Financial mismanagement. I is that what it is? I, I, I heard. Not to mention they were really bad were for good. you too. Like they, you can like you can one, eat like a whole dozen. You can't have more than one of those. Like well, you two remember a week Georgie's in Harlem. Oh, what, George? Oh, yeah. Remember on the, yeah. that's the original, like, uh, donut spot. Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. Is it hey, still well, there? 
You would put them in a brown bag. Yeah, in a brown bag. It would be oily. It would be like, you have like that. It so damn so greasy. Yeah, and, and eat, burn your mouth. Yeah. Which you, oh, incredible. Yeah. Mm, All right. Donut. Okay, oh. since you guys have Sorry. your critical thinking hats on. <laughs> I, I, we're going to go through. I got the fake news and I got the Uh-oh. fake science. Uh-uh. Do you guys want to start with the news or you want to start with the science? Let's start with the this fake news. Fake, fake news. news. All right. All right. So our first. So, I almost don't like using that term. Yeah. Okay, well, okay, come up with another one. It? Bullshit. Okay. Is it fact or finding? Yeah, Poo-poo fact. Time. Yeah. Fact or finding. Fact yeah, because we don't want to give any kind of credit Okay, because he does come up in this. All right. So, cool. uh, so our we already first, know that's so the truth. Is our first headline, <laughs> is this a fact or a finding? CBD concentration, supply chains will be questioned by FDA during April public comments. CBD concentration, supply chains will be questioned by the FDA during April public comments. Is this wishful thinking or a wish come true for consumers and caregivers? I'm going to say that's wishful thinking. I wish it was a wish to come true, but I'm going to say wishful thinking. Thank it's you, Greer. True. You think it's true. Why do you think it's true, Jim? And don't say because you read it somewhere, because that's... Because that's cheating. <laughs> then, then let me say... I can't help that was cc on the email. You might, you email. might have some, not, some inside... Inside not. Well, I think it's true. Or maybe I'm just messing with you. I might be lying to you right now. So according to (laughs) law.com, attorneys and others are talking that the FDA will be questioning this during a hearing in April. Yes, yes. It's Very about good. damn time, yeah. though. All right. Wait, wait. Why, though, Jayhan? Do you want to explain why? And well, who will be at the And why hearings? are they going to do this? So, yeah. yeah. Who are these people at the hearing? Like, <laughs> what qualifies them? So some of them will mostly be public officials and regulators, yeah. but also public comments. But they're just going to take the comments. They're not obliged to answer them. But you'll get oh. to – they did this uh, last week with the USDA hemp webinar, and you got to hear all these interesting questions from regulators and learn that even government officials can't operate a webinar um, because they're having all sorts of technical issues. But uh, it is just a chance to see what's on everyone's mind. But the FDA is concerned because a lot of products you buy online – you have zero CBD in them, or the label's um, inaccurate. Um, there you might know, also be other contaminants. So we're going to kind of start to tease this out. Is and that because of this whole thing with exhibit? Uh, <laughs> no, like seriously. I mean, he, he was like, one he, that was I mean, busted, he, but there's well, a bunch there of them. His, you know, Dr. Dre also called that with like him. Yeah, well, needs... that's why they, that shit blew up. Dr. Dre. Um, Brass um, Knuckles. Yeah. Brass Knuckles, yeah. yeah. Um, and it turns it's out that there were more, well, they were, more pesticides. Well, they were being a little stupid with that, like labeling it as free from all contaminants and right. pesticides. And it's like claims you can't. Uh, it was the most potent cartridge. That's mm-hmm. one of the things and they said, it. and it turned out to be one of the least potent cartridges. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Like I mean, uh, it's it's I'm just glad they're doing this. label claims. You can't just get it's away good. with saying, "Hey, yep. this will cure cancer anymore." Like you gotta might have to have some science to back that up. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. Yeah. So our next story. Uh, is, is I want you to know this. Is this is true, or did I run out of beer while writing this? Blue Moon's creator launched a cannabis beer that sold out in four hours. Blue Moon's creator launches a cannabis beer that sold out in four hours. True. True. Yeah. It's totally according true. according to Yahoo Finance. That is career. Blue <laughs> right Moon's creator launched a cannabis beer sold nice. out in first hours of its yeah. first run. Nice. Isn't that amazing? Of course, Oof. I should tell you something. Oh my god! Well, <laughs> I do like Blue Moon. I do god. too. Also, just so you know, it's owned crack. by Coors. So, oh, it's owned by Coors. Is it really? Now it is. Oh, yeah. now I don't like I it. Know. I know, right? Jay, I don't fuck with Chick Fil A either. That's the problem. With it's a very conflicting thing. It's a very. Are you yeah, serious? Yeah. yeah. 
No, I because they, they Chick Chick Fil A is owned by Coors. No, no man, because they contribute to like really conservative yeah, things, and no, this I is know. the hardest. Right. No. My oldest is um, trans and gay, and he's just like, this is the hardest co- conflict I have. I want to eat Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I'm not up it's on a hard I thing. Oh, yeah. some right, yeah, they some not good. Right-wing yeah. stuff, yeah. like really bad right-wing stuff. Yeah. Right-wing. I can't even wow. speak. Right-wing. All right. Anywho. All right. Are you guys ready for the next one? Let's mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. This, is a, this is a fresh one. The Heritage Inn International Hot Air B- Balloon Competition issue statement banning use of marijuana products. The Heritage Inn International Hot Air Balloon Competition issues statement banning use of marijuana products. I'm going to say... Fact or finding? Fact. I can see them saying that. Yeah, don't mm-hmm. don't have don't smoke <laughs> weed while you're in the air. Right? Well, this What's the is her- I don't even right. know what the heritage in is. So there's this big international hot air balloon competition that features races and other things, um, and it's coming up soon. Hot air balloon. I think no, it's true. I say it's false. I think it's true. I totally made this one. Yeah! <laughs> I can see them saying some shit like I that. Can do, you I can't do. get high in the balloon. You'll pop the balloon. <laughs> You'll pop the balloon. <laughs> you can't get high in the balloon. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, for all you conspiracy the theorists, I thought you guys would like oh, this one. Oh, I think one. he's oh. talking to us, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> the the White House and federal scientists are pushing the myth that marijuana is laced with fentanyl. The White House and federal scientists are pushing the fact that marijuana is laced with fentanyl. Is this a fact, or is this like a falsehood? Oh, is God. this just like something I made up, or is this a real headline? I'm, fact. I'm made gonna up. Say I totally it's made up. I hope it's so made up. Greer, I bet you, you hope it's made up? Yes, I'm it's made up. I almost want to finish writing that article. I could see it so much being true. So according to BuzzFeed, this is a true story. Wow. Rotten fucks. I can Although see it. they don't have any like super concrete information. It yeah, well, that's typical, though. Of yeah. course. <laughs> they're saying all sorts of And they're of bringing science. it over the southern border right. <laughs> on the backs of some big... And you know why? We <laughs> it's on need their 50 a wall. 50-pound calves. Yeah. We need a Cantaloupe-side wall. Cantaloupe-side calves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stupid we need a law. Motherfucker. A law. Oh, the God. wall. Put the wall up. That'll, stop, right. that'll stop it. Yeah. All right. Wow. All right. So our next one. The next <laughs> Sorry. One. Jackasses. Uh, so Orange. Seth wrote. Hold on. Hold okay. on. Our Shoot. next is this. Is this a. Is this a fact or is this oh, a I'm falsehood? This Seth Rogen teams up with Canopy Growth to launch cannabis brand. Is this true or are we writing Pineapple Express? No, I'm going to say true. He smokes. <laughs> Pineapple. Express. I wouldn't doubt it. That's true. It is true. Seth Rogen has teamed up with Smart. Canopy Growth to launch his brand of cannabis variety called House Plant. Um, they're very a little dodgy, not clear on what the exact financial agreement is, but apparently they purchased a 25% stake in his variety he's been developing called Houseplant. Mm. And they are owned by what kind of company? I don't company? know if they're owned, but they received a large investment. From? Several billion dollars. From? Who owns the genetics of the plant? House plant. I mean, is that Seth? Seth he owns really? the majority of the I think, I think we're afraid to get this, uh, he, what, from uh, tobacco companies. Some old school yeah. Yeah. He didn't even hear that. I say this, and Shit, he's like totally ignoring okay, me. Right. My God, these men are talking to each other, not listening to a damn thing. We're scheming say. on they naming are our own strain. Tobacco company. Yeah. Who is? Canopy. Oh, really? Mm. Well, I mean, they, they get they investments a... from lots of people. Well, we don't fuck with nothing that's run by with nothing tobacco, yo. Sorry, guys. We don't want none of your dollars, B. <laughs> uh, well, 
don't That's want fun. nothing from tobacco. Sorry. You did bad shit to my lungs. I don't need you. Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you're back when you had to pick it. Back oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Ow. Yeah, Ow. I'm all back, you bastards. Ow. You want to give me some funding? Right. <laughs> give me some reparations. <laughs> I'll give you a tube of Ben Gay, you <laughs> lazy. Randy's on fire oh, today. God. I love all right, it. Let's I get it. it. All right, you Sorry, guys ready for the next Jay one? Sorry, we're frustrating Jay Hanukkah. Yes. No, Sorry. it's fine. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. So our next one, uh, you know, you, you, you kind of talk, you touched on this subject earlier, but hip hop artist Lil Wayne involved in little wa- lawsuit over his marijuana vape pen company <laughs> with a nod to his song titles. Do you believe me, or is this just hustler music? Little Wayne involved in little lawsuit over his marijuana vape pen company. <laughs> Is this a fact or did I make this up? What do you guys think? Uh, I'm going to say it's a fact. You made it up. <laughs> it wouldn't be a little lawsuit. It well, would be a big they, they were probably trying to be funny when they wrote it. <laughs> well, I was trying to be funny when I wrote it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> but it is believable because, mountain. right, because no. you see a lot of these yeah. people don't know much about quality control and running other businesses. They don't care about don't the quality care. control. All they care about is the quality of that money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me the money, y'all. Running it like they ran a hip hop label. <laughs> <laughs> Truthfully, you don't know yep. anything about that stuff. Yeah. You know? Okay. Mm. All right. Good. Good job, guys. So far. All right. <laughs> Next one. We got just a couple left before the science ones. If I you like guys it. have energy. Oh, but here's the next one. People are lining up to grow marijuana for research. Trump's Justice Department won't let them. People are lining up to grow marijuana for research. Trump's Justice Department won't I'll agree. let them. Agree. Is this another reason to hate on the current administration or an excuse for us to discuss growing marijuana? Both. I don't trust. I don't put anything past Trump. I'm going to say, yeah, it's true. Yeah. All right. It, it is. is indeed a true story mm. at VOX.com. On their policy and politics. Uh, so they've tried to uh, open. So right now there's only been one federal license to grow cannabis awarded to the same place. They grow it outdoors in Mississippi. In Mississippi really? So they can really underbid anyone who proposes an indoor yeah. grow house. And who is this? For? Oh. So what well, he's, he's a good guy. Actually, he's a good guy. This guy's oh, a really is? good guy. Remember, he's, you know he's under pressure from NIDA in these groups. But for 40 years, he's been growing a consistent supply of cannabis. And mm. the way that world works is when you put in your drug file – you have to give all the specs. And in the 60s, he's like, oh, maybe I'm just going to grow this thing that's like 5 to 8% THC. You know, he didn't really have a sense of what they wanted. And now that things have come a long way, he's still stuck with that same regulations, that same paperwork. So he but, can't even change But it. we have 40, 50 years of data on the same variety of cannabis being used consistently. People getting canisters of these pre-rolled cannabis cigarettes to use. Um, but again, it's grown outdoors in Mississippi. They... They issue this every three to five years. People can submit bids to be the site. But there has been a push in the Obama era to open up the number of licenses for cannabis mm-hmm. cultivation, which supplies all the drug studies, mm-hmm. um, so all the studies of marijuana. So, so they basically one cl- farm yeah. mm-hmm. in the past to 40 the years in Mississippi, in yeah. Mississippi has mm-hmm. provided all of the product mm-hmm. that's yep. being that, – that we yep. – Get our, our for our for research for, for research yeah for yeah. research not the stuff we were, I'm doubt if it was the stuff he was no. going was getting in our hands no just right. just one no and one strain well then yeah. now he has a couple different varieties um it's really funny the guy who uh-huh. grows is actually he's one of the sweetest oh, no. most open researchers <laughs> yeah you'll ever meet really but yeah. he doesn't use cannabis but he's the most he's so funny because serious 
but, but he, he does. He's he never, loves the way it smells, but he's never touched it. Mm. But he, he, mm. he's a nice guy. He's really so. His name is Muhammad Al Salih. He's this Egyptian guy, super sweet. He's he helped me out a lot in my career, um, and just being open about collaboration. But I remember one day he called me. He's like, "We were growing this mango variety," and I was like, "Really?" He's like, "And it's weird. It smells just like mangoes." I mean, really. He was like super excited about the smell of it, and I was like, "I just like I love this guy." Can but, you, you imagine know, how difficult his job must have been to well, be the well, only licensed and, grower here in the U.S. And he's gotten so much flack, people not really understanding the parameters yeah. he was having to work. How on. do you not get stoned and be? I mean, that's like a blind. Blind man going to a museum. I'm sorry, but I mean, you know, <laughs> how do you like that Picasso? You know, you can't, I mean, it's not it a grill, nice. man. It's, you, you know, like it smells that? nice. How do you like that Picasso? Is it oil paint? And oh, I don't, my God. I don't, <laughs> I'm sorry, God. I, I I'm sorry. But really, I mean, how, I what that. is... But, but his sorry. job <laughs> is not to talk about the effects. His job is to produce a standardized right. supply that meets health and safety parameters. Right. They've never had a recall. Right. They never had mold. But who big, gets this, I mean, though? Who's, who's, who has access to this? Uh, there are researchers oh. that do apply for it. Sue Sisley was one who uh, got it. Uh, Ryan Vandry, uh, John Hopkins, they've... They've done studies. Okay. All the so, research centers so, oh, right. across the country. So, get so, the same. so you get apply to the, to the DEA. DEA says, "Hey, buddy, we got some orders. Right. You grow this much to meet these this demand." Right. This need, yeah. Okay, and then you go and you t- send that over to some researchers. Uh, so this this marijuana. How did, what are, so hmm. this is basically as if Dave Chappelle and his movie. He's working at that lab. Remember what was the name I, of that? I, I uh, oh my god, half baked. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm They're just, the one lab who did this. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. all of this research. <laughs> yes, I know. No, it is. Yeah. yeah. What, what, I mean, can you imagine how hard? I mean, but there are a few people, a few patients who were actually getting this. Okay, from that's not like it's so, it doesn't help anything. To, so, like, under in 1970, they started this IND program, investigative new drug program. And you might have heard the name like Robert Randall, patient zero. Right. So they had a, a number of patients. Many of them have passed away. Mm. Uh, I think there's still three or four that are still alive who started this program, canceled under uh, King George the First, George Bush Sr. Um, no more – like the first couple of years they had it, no one was interested. And then they got like thousands of applications for people who wanted to be in this because once you got enrolled in the program, there's still I think three or four people receive every month a canister of – 300 pre-rolled cannabis cigarettes to go to the pharmacy and pick it up. And they're allowed to use them anywhere. Uh, they have like a federal permission slip to use their product. One of them's a... But are they giving results back for that? Or are they just getting their 300... Yeah, they're just getting... And so one of, them, one of them, the guys, Irv Rosenfeld, actually uh, applied to the Guinness Irv. Book of Royal Records... And Irv now holds the record for most joint smoked because he can document it. But no one, no one has a garage full of these canisters except for these people. Right. Uh, so I, I couldn't oh get one God. then, right? Like I couldn't apply no. for it. No. Nope. We could call Irv. <laughs> no. Irv. Yeah. What are you going to apply for? I have but a whole truckload in my <laughs> in the back of my house. So, Come I'm, over, chocolate. Chocolate. Wait, is Irv your stepfather? No. No? Oh, who's he's, Irv? He, he, Irv is from my, Mr. Selznick from my building. God bless his soul. His <laughs> and he really yeah, called yeah. you chocolate? Yeah, he called. Oh, yeah, my God. Was, Irv. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Oh, my God. What are you up to, chocolate? You staying out of trouble? <laughs> staying yes. out of trouble? 
Yeah, uh, what was your nickname? He had a dog they named Slimer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he had a dog named what? Slimer. <laughs> Slimer? Yeah, it's a Yiddish <laughs> curse, if I'm not mistaken. It's so- <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. All right. Holy Sorry. shit. Yeah. I don't forget anything. All right. You guys want to talk about growing marijuana more for research, or you want to move on to the next one? How are you feeling? Uh, you I'm, a little, I'm a little sad like, that, um, you know, somebody like myself couldn't, you know, get a canister. Get I, I, like I'd that. like to smoke it and give you my input. Well, I've gone with Irv to go <laughs> lobbying and talking Irv. to elected officials. And he brings the canister with him to show elected officials that, hey, I'm a successful stockbroker. This isn't, like, making me crazy. Mm-hmm. And they assign a shadow to him, like a dude to follow him around to make sure he's not passing on joints. And so he goes to the bathroom, and he has to hold his canister at all times. He's not allowed what? to set it down. What? And I remember he comes out of the bathroom laughing, and he's, like, holding his canister. He's like, yeah, I was going to use the bathroom. I tried to hand it to the shadow. And he, like, kind of Stop. freaked out. So he's, like, trying to hand it to him. The guy's, like, walking away. <laughs> <laughs> How old is Irv? Uh, I think he's in his 50s now. And he wow. wrote a book called uh, so he's a young guy. Younger than me. Young yeah. guy. <laughs> so it was a, for um, the, a rare uh, bone disorder that he has that no other medication can Could treat. Work. Yeah. But a lot of it was given again to people with glaucoma wow. and things like that. And mm. he didn't. He didn't develop psychosis. And he didn't go crazy. Mm. Yep, he didn't go crazy. Yeah. Anywho. All right, all right. So couple let's do more. Fun. Couple more of these news headlines. I think you're going to like the next uh, four or so that we got. Four. Maybe five, four and a half. All right. Do it. So our next headline, is this is this a fact or is this false? NBC's Tom Brokaw reveals he takes medical marijuana to relieve pain. True. True. Also I've true. Been, yeah. I've noticed. Well, Not you know, him taking it, but it he seems... I smoked with him, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Me and Tommy. Me and Tommy. Oh, my God, Tommy. He has a quote I think you'd really like. Uh, he says... <laughs> If fishing is a religion, fly fishing is high church. Bingo. Oh. So this is a Come true on, story. Man. He's been uh, using it, and it's led him to talk about the cost of medicine in this country. He was spending $10,000 a day on Enjoy. treatments in and out of the Mayo Clinic, and now he's – Is it something with his eyes? He has because... cancer. He has cancer. And that's what he was using. Dude. It's related to cancer-related pain. What is it? It's the Mayo a, Clinic? It's yeah. just like a medical oh. facility. Yeah, really good I one. keep seeing the commercial for it, and I'm like, yeah. yo, is this for like a rehab or something? Like no, a drug rehab? It, it's, like... it's a big medical center. It's oh, a really prestigious medical the, the center. The commercials don't, don't, don't <clears throat> show that. That's one of the many yeah. things they offer there. Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. like for rehab? rehab, rehab? Re- rehabilitation services. Oh, okay. but, uh, treatments for cancer mm-hmm. and other conditions. But it's just really well known. They're all over the country, but they're headquartered. All right. Why are you laughing, Rick? He's so excited. About I'm the damn sorry. Mayo yeah, Clinic. Like, <laughs> no, because every time I see that commercial, I think if it's like it doesn't. Can I get a hero? It's like, wait, <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it! I don't know. I just I mean, it doesn't tell me what it is. Right. right. It just says yeah. that and it's like it's a horrible commercial. It doesn't doesn't tell you. So you're saying their brand is not that widely. It, it's I don't. You're not. I don't know what you are. You don't. That well. does not tell me. I thought it was, you know, a place. You know, you, on, you got an opioid problem. You come to the Mayo Clinic. That's what I thought. As opposed to the mustard clinic? Um, is there See, a mustard I'm not a freaking <laughs> That's right. You he should didn't. stick to uh, <laughs> I could mental, mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a comedian. Go ahead, Jay, huh? Dr. Oh, Jay. Right. Dr. Jay's getting frustrated <laughs> again. No. We're like a bunch of bad students with a great substitute teacher. Go ahead, brother. And with poor attention issues. <laughs> all right, all right. I know about that. Just a couple more of these. They're going to start to get a little wacky, so hang on. Oh, so. they're more wacky? But yeah, this one isn't that wacky, but Puerto Rico becomes the first U.S. territory to send marijuana legalization to governor in 2019. 
Is this fact or is this just something I made so up? Send it to where? To the governor uh, for the first territory. Yeah, true. Yes, true. Is it Puerto Rico? Yep. Yes. yes. Oh, is it another? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! See, I think he just gave no. us a hand. Oh, yeah. I think, I'll, I'll, it may not be Puerto Rico, but it might be true. No, it is Puerto Rico. Uh, see, I don't like the Look way he at said him. that. He likes <laughs> his power right now. All right, I'm going to stick to the truth. True. I'm going to say true. Well, it is true that there was the first U.S. Tor- US territory to send marijuana legalization to governor. It was Guam. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sorry. I had to throw that curveball in there. I wanted right. to talk about Puerto it. It's not Puerto Rico. I think it's really an interesting thing. It's not Puerto Rico, despite all that's going on there with industry, right. and they that's tried right. to pass yeah. all those bills. I thought yeah. it would be Puerto Rico. Me too. But it's Guam. Yeah. All right. They they're the first U.S. territory. Very interesting. Trump has a problem with Puerto Rico. Yeah. Huh? Trump has a many problems. With Puerto Rico. All right. right. So here's the one you guys are gonna love. Uh, Is this is this a fact or is this false? Texas lawmakers approve marijuana decriminalization in committee vote. Oh, that's false. I'm gonna say true. I'm gonna say false. Texas is purple. False. They're going blue. No, they're the, not. According it's to Texas. Marijuana Moment, Texas lawmakers have approved a marijuana oh, decriminalization shit. bill, and it will be debated. They're going to schedule a date for it. Texas to be is purple, and it's going blue. So you uh, think the you liberals think in Texas is putting pressure? Uh, Austin, Texas is fucking fire, dude. Austin, Austin Texas, Texas is a tiny ass part that of Texas. It doesn't matter. That place. I lived in Houston. It Houston was... is banging too, but I mean, I, I did, all of these places, yeah, that these red. people are Houston's banging in red. these places, man. Austin and Houston, shit, no. Dallas, yo. I'm telling you, they... that was that was one of the most conservative places I've ever been. Watch, in. watch, oh. they're purple I and they're going so. blue. I hope so. I hope so. Two more guns down there. right, and it's, uh, everybody got yeah. one. That's why you don't have. Mm, that's why ain't no I shots should... are being fired. Yeah, <laughs> everybody got a gun. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, our, our next story and diving into the weirdness. These next couple Uh-oh. ones are a little strange, but according to Pro Wrestling Illustrated, WrestleMania's main event will feature only female wrestlers due to WWE superstars failing drug tests for marijuana. False. Um, that's, that's false. false. But well, they are well, going to have an all-women uh, wrestling thing. WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania. But... That's the because the, that's because the, 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 they're a bunch of creep freak dudes that don't get no girls and they love watching women yep. wrestle. Yep. <laughs> that, that you are absolutely um, right. The the part about failing drug tests for right. marijuana is is totally false, but it will feature all female wrestlers yeah. for the main event, first time ever. Yeah. yeah. All right, it's a fun Perverts. one. Great, awesome. Yeah, no, Friggin' uh, objectifying great. women. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Jayhan rolled his eyes. Ronda, yes. Ronda Rousey. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel wait, like wait. Is she wait, is she yeah. a wrestler yes. now? Yes. Yeah, Rowdy a Ronda now. Rousey. Yeah, she she's the main she event. She can't take oh, no real punches no more. She got to fake it now. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. She like just, two three years she's been oh, I didn't faking know she it. Left she just throws uh-huh. yeah, yeah. beautiful judo throws on people now. That's all <laughs> yeah. she does. And gets paid. Well, yeah. Good for her. She yeah. won't get yeah. yeah. a brain in the face anyway. Yeah, and this might be well. her entry into movies and action stuff. Oh, like she's, the already, yeah, she's already she's already in movies. Yeah, she killed it. She would kick my ass. All right, she kicked my ass. No, Ronda Rousey. Greer, would she kick yours or would you kick hers? He knows martial arts. Wait, did you guys wait? Did you hear what happened to Dr. J? What happened? Oh, well, we're gonna. A little off topic, but yes, I, of course we are. I did my uh, jujitsu testing right. on Saturday, and uh, JKD all in in the span of three hours. It was brutal. But I, <laughs> I did jujitsu in the morning, and then like an hour later, I did the Jeet Kune Do testing, and I got promoted in both, and it was yeah! brutal. 
things. We need to celebrate these things. I'm afraid you hear that, Rhonda? <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get them aboard the chop. <laughs> Oh my God. We should do that on video between <laughs> him and Greer. Oh that would be a hilarious sketch. And Jan, if she came looking for us, don't hit me. If oh. she came, I'm out of here. Dude. If Ron, I, I want Ronda Rousey. I want to see Ronda Rousey kick your butts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the camera would fall to the side. Oh, <laughs> hey, Rousey, come on. Wait a minute. I can't breathe. Okay. I can't breathe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uncle. 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 <laughs> Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Please don't dislocate my elbow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just a few more of these. Oh, my God. All right. Ronda Rousey. Um, from international news, could a giant wooden bong revive the town of Wooden Bong, Australia? Yes. Yes. True. I would agree with that. No. <laughs> I love how you said that. According to woodcarver Paul Person, he wants Wooden Bong New South Wales to commission a massive wooden bong to draw business to a small, economically struggling town. Quote, tourists would travel all over the world just to experience our tremendous and fully functional working wooden Godzilla bong, the same way they do to climb the Story Bridge, wrote John Birmingham. I was thinking the Aborigines blow on those the lawns. So I thought maybe do? that's what did they I, were using. Yeah. I did I ever, maybe they already had it. Did Sam I ever share that I, I traveled thing. to Australia? I actually really? went I went uh, mining for opals in the middle of Cooper Pedy. I slept underground in a cave for about a week. Did you find? Uh-huh. What? I lit dynamite. I had so I was what? crazy. When I was 22, I sold everything I owned and moved to I wanted to move to Australia to be with a boy. And that lasted like a week. And then I took off for the rest of the country and had so much fun. And one of the adventures was staying with a bunch of people that me and this girl that I'm from Canada, we all met. And we stayed there for a week and went opal mining. Well, I climbed Ayers Rock. I got to, I've got. i had fun in my life. <laughs> Sorry. That is nice. But I came back Did you with ask like the elders if you could o- climb opals? Ayers Rock? Well, it was before. It was oh. when we didn't realize oh, that. I wouldn't yeah. do that now. Was, no, this you, was. Yeah. Went, yeah. I walked around it, dude. Yeah. It took almost 17 and years. Alice Springs. It, it's, <laughs> I have to tell you, I did it and I was like. <laughs> yeah, oh, you can God. see. It's you can't steep. walk up it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's a big So you've been thing. to Australia? Oh, yeah. Did you go up to Darwin? Uh, Any of those places? No. Uh-uh. Oh, just um, but Alice Springs. Ayers Rock, dude. Ayers Rock. You, first of all, I wish you could see it, for one. Okay. Once, and then they said 75% of it is Under. underground. Yep. Really? And this thing is massive. You're in, it ran, it's crazy. And the is mythology the is no, beautiful. It's kind of big and it's red. A huge I have a red picture wall. of me standing in yeah. front yeah. of this I remember. Yeah. I remember that. Sh- I remember. It's cool. And then you get yeah, close, yeah. you can see like these footsteps, like a trail that goes up yeah. there. And the sunsets <clears throat> and are then beautiful. They got, there's a rope around mm-hmm. it now. Like you can't, yeah. you got to get the permission now. from the elders. Because mm-hmm. it is. Because people would just come from all over and just fucking walk all over the place, run up there, fucking drop. Bottles and like drink and strain, you know, yeah. yeah. But it was anyway. We totally got right, off no, topic. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, real quick, Great and then question. we're going to do just a couple science findings after oh this. These couple ones, but our next headline is: This a true story or not? That happened recently during interview. Charles Barkley reveals he smoked several blunts before achieving his career high of thirty three rebounds against the Rockets. No, not true. 
Mm, yeah, I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say yes. It's it's totally made up. Yeah, yeah. He's, 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 he's a cornball. Corn yeah, he, yeah, he, he don't yeah. make fun of him for being from Alabama. I don't indulge yeah. smoking marijuana. Yeah, I, I, I used to just uh, drink. Uh, uh, what was that wine? Uh, <laughs> Bo- Boone's Farm. Boone's Farm. <laughs> That's what I was doing. Y'all are too. He's drink Boone's Farm. Oh my god! So my mom met <laughs> him in a restaurant. Uh, he was practicing his golf swing and like almost hit her. Oh. And she says, "It's okay, Mr. Barkley. You're the greatest quarterback to play the game." Who she think I am? Right. I want to give Wall a shout Moore? out. So that was the inspiration for that story. Right. All right, our next one before we move into science is dispute over pay and labor practices ends with Teamsters throwing a hemp brick through window of CBD production facility. <laughs> I wish that was true, but that is false that, as that fuck. Is false. That is, that's hilarious. <laughs> okay, you got me. I'm going to make a hemp brick. Oh, my that God. That was good. Okay. So <gasps> give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> That's Throw it through the window, Holmes. All right. So for the, the for this uh, so for findings or fiction with the cannabis science, I'm going to try something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, for some of them, I'm going to read what the researchers concluded, and I want you guys to tell me: is that really what these guys said, or is it something again that I just made up, feeling goofy? So the study entitled "Smoking Tobacco Along with Marijuana Increases Symptoms of Cannabis Dependence." The researchers concluded part of the study by saying. The findings suggest that rather than smoking joints while alone and blunts in groups, the average Harlem South Bronx smoker simply prefers blunts for all occasions. A hundred percent true. I hate to say it's true. Did researchers actually publish that? <coughs> researchers ain't published that, but that's one hundred percent truth about how we like to smoke blunts. One hundred, you feel me? Yo? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I, it's true, and I bet it was published. So, according to our favorite journal, the Uh Dad Journal, the Journal of Drug and Alcohol (laughs) Dependence, the researchers stated the average smoker in non-poverty areas of Manhattan and East Village, the Lower East Side, use joints and pipes and use them while alone. We know that. The Mm -hmm. average smoker in Harlem South Bronx uses blunts and uses them while alone, concluding the findings suggest that uh, the health, the quote, Harlem South Bronx smoker simply prefers blunts for all occasion. What's crazy about this research is they sent students out with clipboards looking for people smoking weed on the streets. Like, excuse me, are you smoking a blunt right now? Do you share that with people? Did you throw in on that? Like, went through this What's whole... What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my Cleveland. God. And why are you asking? <laughs> oh come here, y'all. Come here, y'all. What's in your pocket? Right. Oh, Jeez, my God. Is, I... <laughs> Do we call that the absent dad turtle? Sorry. Yeah. Dad <laughs> today. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I had to... Okay. You'll get it. You'll get it. No, you'll get it. She'll get it. I got it. No, you that missed was the story. You missed the story. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, there's a that's no, that a shot. Well, that this motherfucker shot. called me. Out. <clears throat> All right. Damn Sorry. right. So yeah, our next study is also <laughs> about blunts. So then uh, a study entitled Blunts versus Joints, Cannabis Use Characteristics and Consequences. Did researchers conclude that African Americans were more likely than any other racial ethnic group to report smoking blunts in the past month due to, at least partially, the aggressive marketing and price promotion of flavored tobacco products in their communities? Hmm. Is that a real finding or is that fiction? Um, no, okay, it, it, wait a second. It, it, is that from Dad again? <laughs> no, it's from Dad. Did Dad say this? 
It's fictional. But there is an aggressive oh, of uh, campaign uh, of for these uh, flavored uh, paper hey, things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but I'm just saying it wasn't. It wasn't. wasn't it wasn't published. Th- it wasn't published. You guys say no. I'm gonna say. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be say, a contrarian. I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say no. It wasn't published. Once again, this is published by our favorite oh, journal, researchers. Concluded, quote, oh, absent, consistent I just can't with... turn down passion fruit. You know what I, mean? <laughs> <laughs> I Wait, we need to get oh these guys in God. here. What the hell? Serious? How did they come up with this writing? So they said consist- their results were consistent, <laughs> quote, consistent with existing literature. African Americans were more likely than any other group to report uh, smoking blunts in the past month. The well, elevated rates of blunt use are at least <clears throat> partially due to the aggressive marketing and price promotion of products, especially flavored products that are commonly used to make blunts in communities with high proportions of young adults and African-American residents. It's kind of incredible that they're able evil. to tease that out. No, I know that's the fact because we see it. I sure. just didn't think it would be framed think- in um, a, a scientific way. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Good, good work if you can find it in research. Can um, I ask you a question? They prefer who are grape. These, who is what, the, what the finding says. I mean. who, <laughs> who, are, who are the editors of this journal? Mm. Uh, th- 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 those things are published, but you don't know who actually reviewed the study. So Don't they do have an editorial well, board. Very few journals let's publish. Let's get them in here. Uh-huh, because yeah. it makes you kind of just mm. wonder. Okay. So okay, our next, sorry, our next, next, next <laughs> research headline, uh, is, this, is this fact or fiction? A retrospective sports study, which means they go back and look at records, right? Retrospective sports study finds a correlation associating game-winning touchdowns with marijuana use. Is this true? Is it a clean hit, or will there be penalties? I'm going to say that's bullshit. It's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yes, yes, it is. But it was inspired by a true story. San Antonio Holmes of the Steelers caught a winning... I think it was a Super Bowl pass, and like the month before that, he had failed a drug test, like leading up to the Super Bowl. And we hear a lot about the NFL and things, and so it would be interesting to find out what correlations there were to performance and cannabis use. And all this information would be public, so it would be possible to do it. But yes, you can't smoke marijuana and play football. Basketball is a different yeah, creature. Yeah, that's you, basketball you, that's is real like, smooth and graceful. And got boogie like, on it. Yeah, right, it so. got jazz and so I mean blues you, you, and shit. Yeah. The blues when you lose. Right. <laughs> If you smoke a joint and play football, you get your head knocked yeah, off. You yeah, you're sitting there. You get your helmet at, knocked right. off and your head still be in it. What my head at? Just in this helmet. All right. Next national headline is oh this God. a fact or is this fiction? States with more immigrants are more likely to legalize marijuana, study finds. Are we bordering on the truth? Is immigration a significant factor that leads to legalization? States with more immigrants are more likely to legalize marijuana. Is this a finding or is this fiction? I'm going to say that's, that's fiction. fiction. I, I, mm. Wait. That just, I don't know. With the way that this, this government's going and the way they speak know. about immigrants, I, I can't know. see them doing something the like legalizing Marijuana, when they're saying that they're the cause of illegal drugs coming in, right, right. So, so maybe it doesn't. No. Make, what do you think, right? I don't think, no. so. I don't think so because no. states with more immigrants are more likely to legalize marijuana. Study finds. I say yes. Published in the Journal of Contemporary Drug Problems offers some answers. Researchers looked at each state's marijuana laws, analyzed their political and demographic, economic, and social characteristics to identify various trends associated with legalization. And surprisingly, Uh going against what you might, like, kind of just think, that was one of their major findings. Hmm. Wow. 
It's kind of incredible. Don't make sense. Well, it it probably has nothing to do with anything either. You know, it might just be two things that are just happened that. Yeah, like uh, like New York. We got a lot of immigrants here, right? I'm assuming California has a lot of immigrants. What was it? The the statistics you had about like rainstorm would call. What was it? Smoke from wildfires leads to violence. Remember, we were talking about these kind of spurious relationships that really have nothing to do with each other, but they seem like they do. So maybe that's. That's all that. Is. All right, all right. Sorry. So this is a this is this next one is something we've discussed. Uh, history of lifetime cannabis use is associated with better cognition and worse real world functioning in schizophrenia patients. So does can <laughs> can cannabis improve cognitive function but make it harder to work, study, and buy pants at an unfamiliar store? Is this research contrived or just controversial? History of lifetime cannabis use associated with better cognition but worse real world functioning. In schizophrenia patients. Is this a real finding or I just make this You just up? made that up. That's false. Because there's a whole bunch that's of false. that's a bunch of mulch of shit. Because that's actually <laughs> one of the symptoms of schizophrenia. <laughs> I don't buy it. Right. Yeah, you no. can't do that. Yeah, no. did, you, false. did you make that up? As published in the European Addiction <laughs> oh Research God. Journal. Europeans. So what they found <laughs> is that there was better working memory and processing <laughs> yeah. speed associated I like how they talk about people yeah. like their computers, uh, you know, in these populations of cannabis using. But they found that, you know, what was what was interesting is that it didn't it was not associated with affecting personal and social relationships, nor was it related to right. disturbing and aggressive behavior. But things like showing up to work and studying seemed to be negatively affected, according to their survey. So it's kind of this. It's 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 a little hard to wrap your, that, your mind around. I it. would love to understand that more because that's one of the biggest issues without medic, you know, that happens in schizophrenia in general is that they can't follow these things. Exactly. They can't do I, these things. I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's that's a weird confusing. study. It is confusing, and that's why I chose it. Uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, buddy. Right. But but what's important is I think that these are the kind of the good guys in the research field. They're saying you know this is not we're looking at the difference between. And they're starting to create a divide here. Cannabis-induced psychosis and just psychosis by itself, saying that this is not necessarily related to cannabis-induced psychosis. They're looking at the condition sort of as a whole Mm -hmm. um, and factors and saying it's, you know, not all the information is bad. But there's some things once you know what's wrong, you can develop interventions and education strategies to help people adapt to that. Um, But, yeah, I thought it was very interesting. Cool. Cool, Okay. Uh, The next one. Uh, is this a f- did I make this up or is this true research? Participants in a remedial driving program for driving under the influence with cannabis were surveyed, and researchers found that the participants um, basically only trusted information about whether or not cannabis was you know safe driving was uh, from other people who use cannabis. Let me try to rephrase that. Yeah, I know that you just um, confuse the hell out. So. <laughs> I know um, exactly what you mean, though. Among the participants too, yeah. in the remedial driving survey, mm-hmm. based on survey data, the researchers found that participants were generally seen as more accepting of driving mm-hmm. while under cannabis than their family, and responses from participants indicated that the opinions of others who use cannabis were regarded as more credible than the opinions of those who do not use cannabis, Research, leading researchers to believe that there's a bias, something like... Uh, uh, you know, if if you're looking for cannabis information and someone has never used it, they're less likely to believe that person. Is this a real research finding or did I just make it up because it sounds believable? It's real. <laughs> are we on the road to enlightenment or are we driving up the wrong side of the street? I say it's fake. Uh, you're the tiebreaker, Greer. Think about 
think about it's all on you, Greer. You I'm make scared. the right like, decision, buddy. And somebody who's going to judge, right, 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 you know, right. But there's that's just it. Like, there, there, that there could be factual. There's factual shit in there, yeah. but it could be bullshit. So I'm going to say, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with you on that. Well, this was published in Drug and Alcohol Boom. Review. It's a study <laughs> entitled Exploring Perceptions Among mm-hmm. People Who Drive After Cannabis mm-hmm. Use. Uh, and they looked at what these biases and influences are that contribute to perceived risks of certain behavior. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. All that's right. What I, that's, not, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking about. Do you guys no, feel like, like you're getting smarter? When we do these shows, it's it's definitely confirming shit that like we, yeah. I had you know feelings about that I had no idea, idea. there was factual. I love these little things because they're really kind of real world bits yep. of information that yep. we need to be talking yep. about. All right, uh, I have two left Uh-oh. for science, and then we're going to open the floor if there's time for questions. But our next uh, research headline. Uh, is this a fact or is this fiction? CBD, cannabidiol, has been shown to protect the heart from damage due to the chemotherapeutic agent doxorubicin. Has CBD been shown to protect the heart from damage due to the chemotherapeutic agent doxorubicin? It's a very common chemotherapeutic agent. It has some cardiovascular effects. Did people look at CBD to see if it could protect the heart? It almost sounds like that product has cbd in it the uh doxorubicin what? that's a chemo no, like that's a chemo treat right but so then what so, but so what does what does cbd have to do with that well like, are they, are I, I, you, i'm they... just thinking there's not enough i don't know enough patients that have been using cbd yeah, that suffer nah, from right. yeah. um you know mm-hmm. right yeah. so nah yeah I'll go with false. So yeah. once again, I've blended fact and fiction <laughs> here. In a study with, with rats, administered the terpene beta-carophylline, which is the most yeah, abundant yeah. terpene on cannabis, stimulates CB2 receptors, much like THC does, um, and it protected the hearts of these rats from the effects of this chemotherapy agent. So That'd it wasn't major, CBD, brilliant. but it was a terpene on the cannabis plant that they looked at. So how long would that take to actually... Start to you know, or, to or really humans? transfer to human. Uh, well, the great thing about it is uh, testing beta carophylline. It's found in black pepper and a lot of other things. Is grass by the FDA? It's generally regarded as safe. You can buy it. There's no legal restrictions. I'm not saying people should go out and start huffing it or anything like what, that. Huffing what? Black pepper? Got that pepper, y'all? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I have a caution against that. But um, in the Journal of Chemical and Biological Interactions, they published this study. Um, (laughs) But it it, it is interesting. Oh, my God. Sorry. No, it's all good. It's It's getting that time. All right. Our last one. In the UK, uh, researchers have stated that reclassifying cannabis-based drugs has not made accessing them easier. Oh, I would agree with that. All day. All day? Yeah. Reclassifying cannabis has not made it easier to access it. Access it. Of course. No. According to medical professionals in a uh, research journal, they have stated that the reclassification of cannabis has not actually made them easier to right. get, according right. to the it's British Medical stuff. Journal. There's, mm. While it is you know, re- being reclassified and looked at, it hasn't made it any easier, easier for people to get, to get these products. So what's the classification over there now? Uh, I'd have to look it up to be precise. I know they have a different scheduling system. This yeah, time. we yeah. do, yeah. yeah but it was, um, it was downgraded. Uh, when David Nutt, who's actually a very brilliant researcher, um, he was he was on their advisory. What's his name? Doctor David Nutt. 
<laughs> Wait, can you say that without laughing? David Knott. Yeah, Hi. So, so he was... Ma- excuse me. Can you find David Knott for David me? Not I need to talk me. to David so, Nutt. Yeah, I'm looking for Nutt. <laughs> Is of... Mr. Nutt here? So, of course, when he was working <sighs> on David the Drug Harry Advisory Nutt. Commission. <laughs> <laughs> really? My birth name. <laughs> you guys... <laughs> You guys sound like the Daily Beast when he reclassified cannabis. They were all over <laughs> Dr. Nut reclassifying <laughs> cannabis no, like all day long. <laughs> Poor man. <laughs> and what's even funny is I have friends who work for him. So they Junior. Like, yeah, you see <laughs> <it>? <laughs> yes. Uh, they did like their PhD in his lab and stuff. But he, he was a really aggressive drug reformer from a scientific place. And he used statistics because people talked about brain damage from ecstasy. And he's straight up be like, you're more likely to get a head injury from polo than you are from using MDMA. <laughs> and would like throw this stuff at them I all day long. I respect that nut. And that's why I don't play polo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, well we got about six minutes left before they kick us out of here. <laughs> Let's get an overtime. It's getting good now. I, need, I know. This is, this is getting fun. That's, what, that's, what, that's, the, next, that's, exactly. the, that's the name, that's the name of our next show. It's getting good. That's the name of our next show. Overtime. <laughs> there you go. So, what else do you guys oh, want to talk about? Don't you hey, have one we more? We do. Yeah, one more. Question. I know. He's frustrated. <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys want one more? This is brilliant. I like it. <laughs> all right. Um, he is Dr. J, after all. Dig it. All right. Um, is this a true – we'll go back to the headlines. Is this a true headline or not? The CBD gold rush has begun. Suddenly, CBD is everywhere. True. Mm. So Jan says true. Why do you say it's true? A true headline? Because we are walking – uh, I'm it, not – because he's is. shaking my head no, but he's shaking it. Because yeah. <laughs> we're walking it, it, down the street, and there are these places everywhere. Yeah. Now, like boutiques selling mm-hmm, CBD. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's like – it's the new health fact. Now, see, and, and I think it's cheapening this. To be quite honest, hey, with yo, you. dude, I'm gonna right. say, I'm gonna say uh, that's. Uh, I don't know, CBS just something about the way he says it. Uh, it's like a, I think I can figure out what he's bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> Teach us his tricks, oh, Teach man. us his tricks. That that I mean, should that should be a real headline. It is everywhere. So, that should be a real headline. But you're saying but it's, it's not. But it, but it, it is. Should be. should be a real headline. I mean, but it's not. I think we. According to CNN, suddenly yes. CBD is everywhere. Boom. It's the start of the CBD gold rush. You, uh, okay. you know what? Hold on. We have to do a special shout out right now to Ron Shapira. Oh, because Ron has been has bequeathed some of these to us. He, he sends these great. Hey, can we go and talk? Can we? I know we need to have Ron on here. Can you test here. any of these? Do you have the ability to test these oils and see if there's uh, CBD in them or not? I mean, there are labs that will do that for you, yes. and you can make you can. Yeah, mm. I mean, we, we did need a, to. You know, we need to do that. Mm. We need to get a fucking detective agency together, Jack. Maybe. Or just read body language. <laughs> You bring up a good point because most of the studies are only on products you can buy online. No one's done the brick and mortar study yet. It's something we've been discussing. Is Don't look places. in my back pocket, officer. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Oh, my God. Oh, I get it now. Sorry. Okay, I'm a slow one today. <laughs> <sighs> Anywho, you know we have a thing on Patreon, don't you? 
Is, is that thing still going on? Yeah, it's still going on. So we need support people. Uh, so we are asking right. people to be the first one. We need a virgin who is not a Patreon supporter because we don't even have our first fucking supporter <laughs> yet serious? on Patreon. What? I know. People we should probably be the first four We're all doing this for the kindness of our hearts. No one's making any money. And we do need the kindness of your support to help making sure we can do this every week. So Patreon.com slash New Hemp Time. You can pledge one dollar. That's all we need. Or we just want to know that, or a million. Or a million. We will take that. Uh, but right. anyway, we have some really cool stuff in the future for us with New Hemp Times, and we've talked about adding some certain kinds of components that we're excited about, but we can't do it if we don't have the funds yeah. to do it. So, if you guys seriously, if you want to support this as we kind of expand our mission to change the conversation That's around right. cannabis into therapeutic use and how we can actually debunk some of the bullshit out there, please contribute to us because we are not supported through industry. We are supported right. from people like you. So yep. I just did my PBS. Punch. There it is. Yeah, that sounded well, like that it. Good. Like it. Yeah. Good that. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so please be the virgin and be the first person at least, so that maybe another person can do it. Or better yet, all of you run to your computer now and make this pledge. Right. <laughs> yeah, because right now our graphics is consisted of us saying, "Hey, who can draw a picture of a tincture and show it to the camera?" <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'd like to get some <laughs> professional work done. Yes, and some yes, segments. yes, yes. Uh, this, yes. this is a crowdsourcing project. It's and a labor of love. This for is a also lot of us. a way for all of us to see some talented talents that we have here, explore hmm. some additional ideas that we have for hey. it. How like in oh, we Karate Sandwich. This thing. Hey, we could see Jayhan and um, Greer fight Ronda Rousey or t- <laughs> <laughs> I've already been beat up by a woman plenty of times. Yeah, me I, too. I don't, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I have my, I have my, my servant. Mama, right. oh my God. I, I'd rather fight Mike Tyson at this yeah, point. Yeah, dig it. <laughs> In his prime. Uh, yeah. Because he's not going to break your arm. No, he's going to just knock you out. And, you know, yeah. Ronda snaps something and, you know, yeah. three weeks later you're still... Hurting. Yeah, because she does stuff on WWE. I'm like, that looked like it hurt. Like, yeah. you know. Don't... Oh, man. I'm All just, right. I'm just hoping I'm faster than she is. Are you yeah. running? Are you okay, running so away? we'll do another skit. Yeah. But anyway. My foot. All right. So, any last parting words for any of us today? I'd say same hemp time, same hemp channel. See you guys next week. Post your questions, comments, clarifications. Check out our show notes on iTunes. We'll post a lot of the links to the crazy, weird-ass stuff we've talked about today, um, including a really interesting report from the Minority Cannabis Business Association that I shared with you all. We didn't have a chance to discuss, but it is super cool. Check it out. Any any closing remarks, sir? No. Good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, He's thanks a for man listening. of lots of words. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. I'm looking forward to it, guys. Thank yeah. you all. Thank Be you kind so to everyone. Yep. Nice. Stay yeah, safe, y'all. One. All right. Adios.